that. <laughs> Those are our new mugs. You'll hear the straws clanking. Mm. Yeah. This is why we need to start doing videos. Mm -hmm. So, what do you call it? Moscow Mule yeah, Cups. But Yes, Moscow Mule Cups, but I made a Kentucky Mule. Because we like bourbon. Yes, so instead of doing the Ridge. With vodka. Yeah, I was like, well, I really want bourbon tonight. Shocking. Shocking, because we have like a stockpile of that, not vodka. I know. <clears throat> well, and we had rum and stuff from the mojitos, but I was like, I'm determined to learn a new drink like a week every week or like every other week but like we're starting to like we have basically every liquor possible so it's yeah yeah we're trying i have some brandy because i bought it because my parents are coming up my dad likes brandy Ooh. so I, I wonder if there's like a mixed drink that we could use with brandy i'm sure there is i'm sure i wonder if you could even do this moscow mule mix with brandy we have to try it. Yo, listeners, if you drink. Hit us up. Yeah. Give us feedback. I'm just trying to be a mixologist. If my career doesn't work out, I'm going to be a mixologist. Bartender? Yes. Yes. Mix Mixologist. Okay. Yes. So I sound like a, a, it's like a Scientologist. Barista. Scientologist? <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, Help man. me, Tom Cruise. <laughs> but thank you for listening in for... This 46th podcast. Um, 46 of these suckers. I know. We have learned a lot. Um, I have learned to speak louder. Yes. That's for sure. Enunciate. Enunciate very well. Put the right syllable on the wrong emphasis. Uh-huh. But we are getting mics that actually clamp onto this table. So we'll have the mics coming out and a little bit closer, and we're each gonna have a um, boom mic. So it should kaboom, kaboom. But uh, it should enhance it a lot more. Um, but also to just we want it to be a little bit more legit before we start the video. Yeah, I mean, good. Yeah, we started out with basically the bare bones. Oh my gosh, we started out with just the computer mic. Yeah. Like, if you go back, you can tell the difference in sound. And we also used a different, like, program. Um, yeah, program to actually, like, upload everything. Right. And there's, like, there's well more to learn. Oh, like, a lot yeah. more. In, but, but, you know. We're getting there. Yes. And what makes this so much different, like, everyone and their mothers has a podcast. I get it. Yeah, mother, Chebec. Exactly. But... You can go out there and find any podcast that you want, but if you don't mesh with the people mm -hmm. that are speaking, shit's not going to sink in with you. I like the podcast that's like, <clears throat> the person listening is like the third person in on the conversation. Yeah. Where it's, it's you know, we keep it almost like a, almost like a coffee talk. Coffee talk. All right, talk amongst yourselves. Okay. But, uh, you know, just like having fun. And this is us. We're not trying to put on like a persona or, you know, put on my radio voice and uh, let's make this legit, Krista. It's you like know, it's... my customer service voice. Do you have a cut? So we both work in like, you know, industries where we have to talk to people a lot. 
Do you have a customer service voice? No, it's the same. No? Yeah. Someone that I, when I was in the office, they're like, you have a customer service voice. I'm almost borderline not professional because I will answer the phone and be like, yo. What up? Yeah. (laughs) Oh my gosh. No. I like, I used to turn into a different person, but now it's the same on and off. You put your Siri voice on? Yes. 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 Turn left. In 600 feet. Bitch, you didn't turn. Rerouting. Rerouting. Yeah. You turn. Oh, Make my Make illegal gosh. U-turn. So, we have been tr- trying different drinks. Yes. Trying to think about different things. We took a walk today. To you did? kind of clear our mind a little bit and think about, like, podcast ideas, but, like, Thinking about, you know, what can we provide you going forward? So today, we've talked about this before with some other peeps. Sorry, I'm going to move the mic. There we go. Um, with some other peeps, but it's when, did it, blah, 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 blah. when does extraordinary stop being extraordinary? And funny thing about extraordinary, it's extraordinary mm-hmm. and someone was making a speech and they said extraordinary and i was like that's extraordinary but okay so don't get it confused don't be extraordinary right you're not basic um we want to be extraordinary be weird be weird so you have a lot of notes, mister. Yeah, and my notes were basically when we hit this topic was, it was about, what the heck? Hulk, She-Hulk over here just tearing things up. You know, these tassels on my pants are so annoying, and I've ripped them off on every single one. Oh my God, you just like manhandled that. I did. God, the grip strength on this one. I know. It's so annoying because they like go no now i'm distracted by what you're doing over there yeah oh my god <laughs> okay back to normal broadcast i can't have anything nice no why did you do that you could have just cut it no but they were bothering me okay but then the listeners don't want to hear about you altering your clothes on the air <laughs> the frick krista well go you're the one that was distracted yeah by <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. So I have in my notes here something about, um, you know, it's the idea that we compare ourselves and it's a dangerous mindset because of what is kind of pumped into us and what's ingrained into us of what, you know, famous is or like what somebody that is successful or rich or wealthy, right? And we think of these tiers as extraordinary and we compare ourselves to you know the different levels and yeah it's a dangerous mindset because to be extraordinary everyone should just keep it relative to your own life and mm-hmm. your own success yeah and we talk about this a lot but it's like comparing our chapter one to someone's chapter 12 yes right and so to be extraordinary in our own lives we just have to constantly each and every day become better or evolve and within our careers within our families our relationships whatever your passions and dreams are 
as long as you're taking steps, whether it's a baby step or a leap or you're sprinting or mm-hmm. ju- you know, or just walking yeah. towards your goals, as long as you have one of those in mind and each and every day you're working towards it, in yeah. my opinion, that's living an extraordinary life. And there really shouldn't be a cap to it because no, we don't really want you to settle either, yeah. right? And we always want you to keep striving to do better. Yep. But we can't have this mindset of, you know, oceanfront property, I have my Bentley, and I'm making millions of dollars, I've won in life, and I quit. We're watching Bling Empire, by the way, so this is where it's all coming from. Not really. Well, the whole oceanfront Rolls Royce. Yeah, but they're all just, like, children of wealth. Okay. But yes, okay. Now that I'm thrown off by that comment, um, what do you have to add to this? So what I think extraordinary is, is what you were saying about how like oceanfront property, like that's someone's goal. Okay. That's not everyone's goal in life to be real here. And when, when extraordinary stops being extraordinary is when you trade in your values for something that doesn't align. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like I'm trading in myself and I hate like this word authentic has been thrown around a lot and like I use it from time to time, but like it's literally just being your true self. If you have to alter everything in your life to not match your value system or like you know, meet society needs or like have a status of something in your job title. You or like you can't even show yourself as like imperfect. That's when it stops being extraordinary because you are literally trading in everything that you believe in in your value system and switching it for someone else's dream. Yep. And I have down that that can lead to a dangerous road of self-disappointment oh hands down like you constantly are going after those quick wins like you said but you're trading off on your values to do so yep but in in the overall these Mm -hmm. quick wins make you look successful make you look like you know you're succeeding and doing well and you know maybe your business is growing or larger than it is or whatever but like you're doing with your morals is you know you're going against really what you feel deep inside is correct yeah and then that leads to disappointment and then one of these days you'll just have this revelation of like who have i turned into yes you know greed has taken the better of me and then you know the depression and you know you can start to go down a dark spiral yeah by feeling all that as well hands down so i feel like it's easier to be upfront and honest with yourself and maybe pass on certain things that don't align with you so that way you never have that regret later on no regrets but like what i think of this in like in your career per se like if you're like me and you work in corporate america sometimes you feel like you have to like raise your hand like 24 7 and like say yes to every single project and like Josh is getting very annoyed with me because I distract him in so many ways. But you have to raise your hand for everything and you're saying yes and like I have a problem with this. But one thing that like 
I can say to you is like, make sure everything you're saying yes to in your career, in your personal life, everything aligns with your goals like you were talking about and aligns with your like life and your values and all of that because it's such a waste of time to do something in your life that literally is not adding value whatsoever Mm -hmm. like me personally like if I go for like walks like with you and like you know, a friend that I made and stuff like that, that adds value to my life, but also to my physical health and all that kind of stuff. Like it can be little things like that, or even just saying yes to like a party or like a event or whatever. And like allow yourself to say no, because only Mm -hmm. you can define this extraordinary that you want to find. Right. And you know, you'll get rid of that constant feeling of always having to prove yourself too, which kind of goes back to last week's podcast, you know, with the big dick energy kind of thing is, you know, to live an extraordinary life in your own vision and in in your own, you know, life that you've manifested for yourself. Yep. You won't have to constantly put out those vibes that you have to prove it to other people. I know. And to have that weight off of your shoulders, the stress and anxiety that always goes around with, am I living up to the image that people think I am? Mm -hmm. Right. I can live my own authentic, extraordinary life. Yes. And in in the way that I want to and, and and have the things that make me happy. Yeah. The things that bring me joy. It may not be top tier and other people might look at my life and be like That's basic. That's basic. Basic bullshit. No. But to you, yep. you know, maybe you are that change factor in your family and you look at your lineage. Like we do this a lot, right? And we go, wow, like I am the one stepping out from what my family tree has provided or like, you know, the success of my family members. I am that change factor. I am that one that is kind of going over and beyond and and especially with personal development and growth and things like that. Yeah. Where, you know, it might not be a financial extraordinary life, but it's a moral, it's a value, it's a self-improvement extraordinary life. Yeah. Because you're working on yourself. And at the end of the day... You know, you can't take the money with you. You can't take the house, the cars, the clothes with you. No. Right? So it's what you leave behind. It's who you are. That's the most important thing. Yeah. You know, it's it's the heavenly riches that you store up, not the personal <sighs> personal riches. Speaking to me, really, like I feel, I feel that sometimes of like I get wrapped into like this and that, but like those are things that make me happy. Like, my Louis bag makes me happy. My YSL, like, perfume, it makes me happy. Like, dressing up and, like, feeling good about myself and, like, it that makes me happy. Like, I know it's material, but, like, I look at that purse and go, like, I worked my, my tuchus off in order to have this and provide for myself. It's just, like, a token of everything, of the extraordinary life that I have made for myself. Right, and that's... Is that kind of like... Yeah, that's rewarding yourself. Yeah, you have to reward yourself. You can't just store it up. Right, but it becomes a problem when that's your identity. Oh, yes. Right, that you can't, you know, leave your house in just pajama bottoms and a (laughs) t-shirt. That's me. Right, (laughs) and and be the same person when you're all dolled up with all your accessories. 
Oh, hands down. Like some people, too too many people attach themselves to that as their identity. Mm-hmm. Like God forbid if you see me without makeup on or, or in my pajamas, right? Like I mean, I'm not perfect. Like I'm always on. I'm always perfect. And that's one of my notes is like you have to be willing to be seen as imperfect. Yeah. No one wants to see this perfect life, this perfect image. Like as much as we see it, the highlight reel on Instagram and Facebook and stuff like that, that's not life. And why I show like my imperfections all the time. Yeah. Because like other people are going to relate to you if you're like building a business, other people are going to relate to you no matter what you're doing. Like if you can't show that you're imperfect in some ways, you're not a robot. Like, and even in your career, like, I find it very, like, hard to, like, I don't find it hard, but, like, being perfect, imperfect, like, in your job, like, you're you're not going to know everything. And if you come off as a know-it-all, like, you're gonna slip at some point. Like, we all make mistakes. Everybody makes mistakes. Right. Like, yeah, that's how I envision, like finding your extraordinary life and like defining like that own extraordinary for yourself. No, a hundred percent. Yeah. And you know, I hope, hopefully this is relatable because we get kind of locked in this whirlwind or this cycle of, you know, like Krista said, the highlight reels. And I, I refer to social media a lot. And obviously you guys know that I'm hardly on there. And I kind of just, not that I live a private life, but I, I try to not, you know, live my life through a screen or have to like mm-hmm. post the memories and like, yes, like people, it's fun to make connections and people like family members and stuff want to see how you're doing and things like that. But, you know, a lot of the things I just want to be present in the moment. I just want to, you know, take in when I'm out to dinner with you and like, or we're at the beach and like a sunset or something like that. Yeah. You know, I, I just look around and especially when we were like, you know, out in Phoenix, you know, or we'd be up in Sedona, like doing all like the touristy things and seeing all the landmarks and stuff. You know, people were so just like hiking and living through their phone, trying to document every little bit of it. I'm like, if you don't look forward, you're going to fall off this cliff, homie. <laughs> right. Like... But like, there's that too. But like, you know, just take a moment and just, you know, use your me- use your mental camera. Like take, yeah. take the snaps of, of your brain. And exercise that muscle once in a while. Try to create memories and be present in the moment, right? Mm-hmm. And that's how I try to live in a life that I would claim to be extraordinary because I try to be as present in each and every moment, not living through my phone to document it, but to just be there. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, and... that's another way that I live an extraordinary life too. Yeah. And, I mean, there's ways to, like, realign to, like, define your your own extraordinary life. And, like, some, I have, like, five things here that I just wanted to touch on before, you know, I forget. But first, like, what does success look like for you? Remove, like, society, friends, family, stuff like that. And then remove, again, what they say of like the chain of events of like you graduate college and you get a job and you get engaged and a house family all this kind of stuff remove that 
then make a solid plan to achieve it of like self-care and hours and times that you have to like put into this kind of goal and then remind yourself daily of everything that you're doing those Mm -hmm. little things to get to your dream and extraordinary life and then be able to kind of sit with yourself with to like understand what your heart is actually saying Mm. which i have been really focused on and you guys should be too of like being able to sit still with yourself is sometimes uncomfortable if you've never done it before but like you should be able to sit with yourself and be okay with yourself and understand yourself and what your heart is pulling you to do i love that and i just want to add too if it's stroking your ego and not coming from a place of love out of your heart then you're probably not living your most extraordinary life you're just looking and searching for that quick win to to boost yourself make yourself feel better just for that moment yeah but it's not something that's going to be sustainable well and i think that's the way society is it's like quick fix and like those quick hits that make us feel good in the moment get that rush of endorphins get that quick high and then, and then it then goes away and goes then you away. have to do it over and over and over again right but you never like sit with yourself and figure out what you actually want out of life because which wouldn't it, yeah wouldn't it be so much easier to live a life where you're authentic and you're you're living out your own extraordinary life and not having that stress that anxiety yeah. that you know day to day how many likes did my picture get you know am i am i trending it, like you know are people judging me it, like you know how all that kind of stuff. I just, <laughs> it, it it's goes through everyone's head constantly, right? Yeah. And I mean, Josh isn't on social media. Oh, my Facebook got hacked last week. Yes, his Facebook got hacked. So if you're I was at, like, if, if you want that, go ahead. <laughs> There's literally nothing on there, but mm. okay. Um, but I like. I tell Josh things like about social media, and he doesn't give two shits. Like. I was so happy that like one of my reels got like so many views and Josh goes, it's probably a fucking bot. (laughs) (laughs) Like what a jerk. But like also, oh, sorry. That was my watch. Scared me. Also at the same time, like those things, like, yeah, it's fun to do, but like I don't base my life on it as well. I just look at it as who else can I, what other women can I impact and like bring into the peak driven community yeah that's like the with your this is another thing if you're doing things on social media just for the likes and like all this kind of stuff but not actually doing things that set your soul on fire you're not gonna attract the right people and you're just gonna get like a bunch of fucking creeps and like it's not going to sit well. You're literally doing it for the likes and not for like everything that your soul is wanting. There, like there are tons of quote unquote influencers or personal development coaches yes. or whatever you want to call them, right? Gurus. I posted today, <clears throat> work for a cause, not for applause. Right. And they have huge followings like, you know, it okay. We have a podcast, we have picture of it and everything. Would it be awesome to have like, 
you know, hundreds of thousands of followers, all that kind of stuff. Cool. Yeah. But, you know, those other accounts mm-hmm. have tons of followers, tons of likes, but what did that person really, and like, are they just popular on social media? Have they ever really helped somebody face to face? Have they ever really, you know, and I don't know, but yeah, there are a lot of just inflated numbers as well on social media. Oh yeah. And they just live to get that, those likes and they just live to be popular on, on a social media platform when in real life they're, they don't do anything. Yeah. Or they're not living their extraordinary life. Like you see all of these like movie stars who kill themselves, overdose, everything like that because they're feeding into everyone else, but they're not feeding into themselves. Correct. They get lost with the fame and everything. That's the better of them. That's why that quote, like work for a cause, not for applause, because the more you work for the cause and your why, and we talk about that a lot, the more that you're going to live this extraordinary life and your heart is telling you to go in a certain direction and you'll live your God-given purpose. Yep. I, I, I like this analogy and I think of this sometimes is, like think of a play. You have the people that are out front that all have the spotlights on them and they're, they're the main attraction right they're the stars they're the you know people that are doing the play and and everything the actors yeah but then you have people who are behind the curtain that work twice as hard as that actor they get no recognition you know that aren't seen but without them the play wouldn't go on and nothing the production would not happen yep and you know i I just feel like there are a lot of people out there that work behind the curtain that don't need that applause. Yep. Right? They just do it because they want to. They were called to do it. It fills them up. Like, they get that warming sensation, and that's their high is by helping others. They care less about getting recognition for it. I bet their love language is not words of affirmation. Right. (laughs) Right. Josh is like, okay, Krista. But. So I we didn't do a would you rather last time, so we're going to do double. Oh, boy. Yeah? No one wants to hear this. What? Okay, let's go down. Spinning the wheel. Let's go down. Hit me. Would you rather only eat raw food or only eat TV dinners? Raw food. Same. Yeah. Okay, that was stupid. Yeah, yeah. That was really dumb. Ooh. Although Hungry Man's do taste pretty good. Ew. This is loaded with sugar. Or salt. Would you rather be rich working a job you hate or poor working a job you love? Poor working the job I love. Because I do that now. (laughs) (laughs) No, I mean, they often say, right, if you do something that you love, you never work a day in your life. And I've always had this fascination with um automotive journalists car reviewers things like that and i've listened to a lot of podcasts and read some books on this kind of stuff and from what i understand is yes these people get to get a taste of the exotic cars and the lifestyles and all that kind of stuff because they get to experience it when they go to review a car Mm -hmm. they get paid shit like they you know they're making maybe 30 grand a year to to be in magazines and do these car reviews and things like that 
but they love it. They don't care about the salary. Mm -hmm. They get flown to like Italy to drive the latest Ferrari. They get put up in this crazy hotel. So they get a taste of the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. But they also are like, I cannot put up with the people, the rich billionaires that are actually buying this car and that actually live this lifestyle. Yeah. But I get to enjoy the finer things. But then I also get to come back to reality and, you know, live my normal life. And I've always had this fascination with that, like being able to get a taste of it Mm -hmm. and then come back to reality. And yeah, so I would totally do something that I absolutely love, but be poor. Isn't it funny that 30 grand in 2022 is not enough to live? Yeah. Because you got to afford gas. And groceries. (sighs) Oh boy. Man, I know. Um, what would you say? Would you I agree? would. I would agree with you. I rather be working a job that I love that gives me that, like a cause to live. Um, because sometimes it's not not about the dollar dollar bills, y'all, and it's about mm, working a job that you truly do love and I aligns with your purpose. You know what comes in my mind about that? What a pastor. Yeah. Pastors don't really make that much money. No. But they're called to do it. Yep. And, you know, they love their congregation. Mm-hmm. And so I often think that that right there is like you just described the pastor. Yeah. Would you rather wake up naked in a forest five miles from your home or in your underwear at work? Well, the whole forest thing. Like, <laughs> first off, I'll be wondering what the hell kind of night did I have? <laughs> And I'm pretty sure there's like a werewolf movie or something that started like that. And the dude ended up becoming... Me- yeah, that's what that's what werewolves do, right? What was that yeah. whole like, you know, they wake up... Yep. Yep. Naked in a forest. What was that whole show we watched? Teen Wolf. Was it Teen Wolf? Or uh, what was that HBO show with the vampires? Oh my god. True Blood? Yes. I feel like that was a whole scene. The guy like woke up because he had no idea that he was a werewolf and like he blacked out. Yeah, so I would, I don't know, being a werewolf would be pretty cool, though. Would you rather have a third ear or a third eye? (laughs) (laughs) But you don't know where the ear is or the eye. It doesn't have to be on your face. As long as it's on your hand and, like, you can go around, like, walls and stuff with it. Oh, my God. So you would do an eye? How would it blink? Huh? I don't know. Like, Mike Wazowski. He, like, holds his eyes. No, that's (laughs) the... No, I'm thinking... Wazowski is the eye. Is the eye. (laughs) What was that show when we were kids? Mont- um, oh my gosh. Are you afraid of the dark? No. What the hell was it called? And the, in the, it was a cartoon and the monster held his eyes. Yeah. What the hell was that? I don't know. We're going to have to look it up. It was on Nickelodeon, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah. If you know it. If you know it, comment. Yes, please. Leave. Because I'm, I'm pretty sure this Kentucky Mule hasn't kicked in yet. That's a real show. I'm not just like thinking. I think you're daydreaming. No. I'm going to Google it real quick. You talk. No, I got nothing else. Okay. But thank you again for listening in for these 46 episodes of Peak Driven Podcast. If you want more and want to know more, go to peakdrivenllc.com. Go and find me on Instagram, Krista Fisher, or Peak Driven with an extra K. Tag us, find us. Maybe you'll find Josh in somewhere. My new my new Facebook. Your new Facebook. <laughs> That's apparently requesting everybody. Um, but so that show yeah. was called Ah Real Monsters. Oh my gosh. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. And they do terrible. Told, terrible. 
absolutely Wait. awful. Okay. Ah, real monsters. On that note, we <laughs> love y'all, and we'll see you next time. Later.